welcome back to Anything But Mute. I am your host, Tanya, and welcome back to another episode, guys. If you guys have been listening to me since the first podcast, I mean, I'm sorry, since the first episode uh, of the podcast, um, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in to every episode i try my best to bring you guys juicy topics uh relevant topics and then most importantly just um personal experiences and stories of course because i feel like that's the easiest just speaking from personal experiences or um anything that has happened to me i feel like it's the easiest thing to talk about and share with you guys most of all hoping that you guys are either can relate or if you guys you know I don't know maybe it might you guys might be in a certain situation and I'm probably helping you get through something whatever it is girl whatever it is guy like I got you bro I got you baby like I'm here to give you guys good energy I'm here to give you guys positivity and hopefully be a voice that you can listen to whether it is on your way to work cooking I don't know, washing, or if you just freaking bored and you stumbled upon my podcast, like, welcome, welcome. So let's get into the episode. Actually, let's talk about, let's do catch up. Let's do catch up of the week. So I hope you guys had a good weekend and I hope you guys are having a good week because this does air on Wednesday. So I hope you guys are having a good week so far. Uh, My week has been pretty busy. So your girl has a job. Uh, I work nine to six, so we've been pretty busy, honestly, but I mean, it is what it is, right? We got to pay the bills, so we just keep it pushing, but yeah, it's been pretty busy at work. Um, I haven't had a chance to do much, but on the weekends, so I do have Saturday and Sunday off, so on the weekends, I try to go out or do something, even if it's minimal. I try to get out a little bit and... Um, I pod on Sundays typically, or sometimes on Monday, but, uh, yeah, I try to just, you know, keep my day busy and stuff so that I don't get bored, but I actually, so what did I do this weekend? This past weekend, I actually went to, it's called, I believe it's called John's Incredible Pizza or something like that. So it was my cousin's birthday. Uh, she's, she's nine years old. So it was her birthday and they invited us to go here. I've never been here, mind you. I've gone to round one. I went there last time. I've gone to Dave and Buster's. So I actually like to play games. Like I'm the type of girl that I literally, I don't go just to go. Like you'll catch me playing the games and I'm very competitive too. So I try to always win. But uh, we went and I was excited because I was imagining in my mind, I was imagining like a round one. But it wasn't that. <laughs> so first of all, so I'm 29, but um, here uh, close to my hometown, we had this pizza place called Peter Piper Pizza. This is back in the day. And this is what that reminded me of, Peter Piper Pizza. But I actually feel like Peter Piper Pizza was better. And But anyway, so we went here and for me, it was trash. To be honest, like it was very, very mid or below mid. First off, we got there. They gave us a hassle to even go in. So my my cousin already had like a party package plan. 
and we were a part of that package and they weren't letting us in. So we were already struggling with that. So it was kind of like annoying, but whatever. So that happened. And then when we were playing, oh, no, no, let me rewind. When we went to go get our food, because obviously we were hungry, so we went to get a plate, they ran out of chicken. And supposedly they're known for their pizza and their chicken. So I was like confused because I was like, what the heck? It's barely six o'clock and you guys already ran out of chicken. And then my aunt told me that they already had ran out of chicken since they got there. So I'm like, what the frick is going on? This is crazy, you know, but um, so I didn't have any chicken. That was already like strike number one. No, I'm lying. That's strike number two, because strike number one was the fact that they took forever to let us in. And then strike number three was some of the games didn't work. And sometimes you would play and they wouldn't give you your points. Right. And then uh, we asked the lady that was there breaking like, hey, you know, the game, some of the games are not working. And she was like, well, can you just um, can you just play a game that works? Because the guy that fixes the machines isn't here today. And I was like, what the heck? This is ridiculous. Like you guys only have one guy that does the freaking maintenance on the games. This is crazy. It's wild. But regardless, we were there for my cousin. So I would not recommend going there for a party. But I mean, I would stick to probably Chuck E. Cheese if that's the case. But nonetheless, we were there for my cousin. We had a good time. Caught up with the family. We hadn't seen them in a minute. So that was very nice. Um, So I did that. And then what else did I do? I want to make sure I catch you guys up on what I did. Um, oh, I also played, uh, this was, I think that was on Sunday, by the way. So Saturday I was just home chilling and, um, I actually went to the mall for her present and then we came home and we were chilling and then, uh, we decided to play a Pandora game. So the way this works is, well, it's not called Pandora game, but we use Pandora since it has different genres and different you know you don't know what song is going to pop up next so the way we played it was pretty much you get to pick a genre right and it has to be a genre that the other person you're playing with knows so it can be like for example one of them didn't he didn't speak english so it wasn't fair for us to play obviously a genre that had english so we stuck to spanish so the way it works is you go to Pandora, you pick the genre, you click on an artist, whatever, and you let the song play out and you get to pause it. And whatever moment of the song you get to pause it and the person that you're playing against has to guess the next lyric. Well, the next, I guess, couple lyrics, you can say, because it's not just like one word. It'll have to be like the next five words or something like that. So it was pretty hard, guys. Honestly, I have never played this. I'm sure I didn't invent it. Obviously, it's been played before, but I've never personally played it. And when I did, I was like, what the heck? I literally was humbled, humbled all the way. Like, what the fuck? I really thought that I knew some of the songs that I like, you know, when you're in the car and you're driving or even in the shower and you're like bumping a song and you're like, okay, you're singing to the song. But you'd be surprised. Sometimes we don't even know what the fuck the lyrics say. And when you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, it says that? I thought it said this. So that's what happened to me on Saturday. I literally was humbled because I thought I knew the songs, but clearly I didn't. 
And it also, well, like, it's a good memory game because you have to really think and like, okay, shit, like, it stopped here. What goes after here? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a little difficult. I'm not going to lie, but whatever. I mean, I think it's, I think I thought it was fun, you know? And um, especially if you play with a couple of people, I think this game would be cool for, like, no more than four people. After that, I feel like it'll just be too long. Um, we played two up to five songs. So whoever gets the first five songs won. And of course, you always do like winner does this or loser does this to make it fun. But uh, yeah, like we were we played that. So I thought that was fun. And then um, I was thinking like, oh, we should we should play another game, you know, which we didn't get to do that, but we will do it. I don't know if it'll be this week or next week. We were thinking about doing karaoke, but with the twist. So it would be karaoke. You get to choose the song that you want to sing, obviously. But so the way to work is I'm not sure if we'll do you get to choose the song or you get to choose the artist and then we just put a song. I don't know. We'll see. Depending on how easy it is if you choose your own song. But so if you miss a lyric, you're going to get wet with the water gun. So I figured since we're in summertime and let's just add a little twist to karaoke because karaoke is fun anyway, especially when you're listening to people that can't sing. It's freaking hilarious. I mean, I personally can't really sing. I don't have the voice for that. But if you do, kudos to you. But I mean, (laughs) I challenge you guys to try karaoke with freaking water guns. I felt like it would be more fun. I don't know if you guys have a better idea. Also, like a cool game to play with a little twist to it comment or not comment i'm sorry uh send it to me via email uh i would like to hear it i definitely love to play games like i said uh i get very competitive and then it's also like a fun thing to do you know sometimes sometimes you don't always want to just go out and spend money you know what i mean i feel like especially now we're living in a time where a lot of shit is expensive and um we want to do something like you don't want to be at home all day like the taburres, you know, to be in la casa todo el pinche día. Like, no mames. It's fun to actually go out and do stuff. But sometimes you don't want to just fucking go to the park. You know, the park is free, obviously. But to go out and do stuff like you have to spend money. So sometimes it's cool to come up with games that you can do at home uh, and it won't cost you that much. And it'd still be fun. You know, it won't be boring. So... Yeah, like, I I like to play games. It's always... Actually, my whole family, we always like to play games, even if it's dominoes or... um, There's another another game called... I don't know if it's called the Dice Game or it's called Left, Right, Center, something like that. But that that one's very fun. That one's pretty cool. So, yeah. uh, Anyway, I don't want to go on about that. Sticking back to what we were saying. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I did this weekend. Um, This coming up weekend... Um, we're planning to go to Top Golf. I've never been to Top Golf before, but I've heard that it's pretty cool. Uh, the food is pretty good. I've heard, so we'll see. I don't know. It'll be my first time. Uh, I'm excited to go. We'll see what happens. I'll let you guys know next week. See how it went. Um, I don't. Know. I don't really do golfing, but hey, I'm down to try everything. I'm down to try it all. You know, just have fun. Be with the fam and have a good time. Anyway, so 
I, aside from that, catching, now that I caught you guys up with what I did this week, um, I actually wanted to tell you guys too, I've been, is it called binge watching? I don't know if that's the word for it, but I've been watching this uh, in, in Prime Video. I've been watching Harlem, this show called Harlem. It's pretty cool. It's, I believe the actresses, um, let me see, I wrote it down because I don't want to say, uh, miss a name. So it's Megan Good, Grace Byers, I believe is her name, uh, Shaniqua Shande, and Tyler Lepley, and Jerry Johnson, and obviously more uh, actors and actresses, but I didn't write all of them down. So this show is pretty much four best friends navigating their relationships and careers in New York City. So I actually... I saw it. I passed. I like I was skimming through what I wanted to watch because I was so over Netflix. I was like, Netflix doesn't really have much right now. So let's check out Prime. And I saw it and I was like, OK, cool. It looks cool, you know, but I started off in the second season. So I did it backwards because they only have two seasons. I started off in the second one and then I had to once I finished it, I had to go back and watch season one. Obviously, I should have started there, but whatever. Anyway, so. That brings me to today's topic, actually, um, you know, navigating through relationships and careers. So let's get a little bit more into that. There, Megan Good is, I believe her name was Camille in the show. And she was with her boyfriend at the time, right? She was with her boyfriend, uh, Ian, for a long time. And he got a job at... I, I believe it was in Paris. He was offered a chef job in Paris, and she was obviously working in New York. She had her friends in New York. She had her whole life in New York, and she clearly loved this man and wanted to follow him to go chase his dreams. But I guess she had an epiphany and was like, "I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go chase somebody somebody else's dreams. Like those are not my dreams. Those are his dreams, and I'm just gonna go and." follow him like I'm just supposed to drop everything that I have going on to follow the man of my life like the love of my life right so I want to start off with her I can literally relate to Camille because first of all I feel I don't know if guys do that I hear this more of girls that we have to pretty much allow the man to follow his dreams and and we have to follow him if we love him and what whatever you know so for me personally I feel like she was stuck in a bubble because it's one of those things where like you want to have your own life you don't want to just chase after somebody because what's going to happen if you go to to Paris with him you know what if she went to Paris with him she was going to be home all day or what was she expected to do find a new job out there what if her, you know, her dream job was in New York? And then on top of that, she was best friends with some other three girls. So she's supposed to just drop her best friends, not see them again until, I guess, they visit for the holidays or something and follow her man. Like, think about it. You literally have to stop your life, right? Pause it and start a new life. But not because you wanted to, but because you're, you love your man and you want to support him. So you're going to go follow him. 
Now, I, Camille didn't end up doing it, by the way, right? She didn't end up going with him. She actually broke up with him and she stayed in New York. I will agree with her. So if I was in that situation, I would have done the same. Why? Because I feel like, I don't think it's fair to her, nor to their relationship, for her to give up whatever she has going on. Because she was smart, she was a history teacher, and she has her own shit going for her. You know what I mean? So for me, I just kind of feel like if I sacrifice what I want to do for you, then I'm no longer happy. Because eventually I won't be happy, actually. So in the beginning, it might be like the honeymoon stage. Yay, we're together fucking we love each other nothing's gonna go wrong type shit you know but no that's not how life works that's not how it works we have we tend to go to this freaking fairy tale in our mind because we constantly watch uh romance movies or novellas that are showing you know if a guy really loves a girl he goes after her he's persistent he's this he's that But that's the movie. And that's not real life most of the time. Nine out of ten, it's not real life. People have jobs. People have a life. I don't think anybody's going to be after you like that. You know what I mean? And that doesn't necessarily mean they don't love you. So, like, in Camille's case, she, of course, she loved and adored Ian. But she had to think about herself first. She had to put herself first because, I mean, what, am I supposed to just, like, fuck my education, fuck my career, just go after whatever you want. Like, that's not fair, you know? So for me, I feel like it it's a tough decision, you know? It is a tough decision. And then especially because as he leaves in the taxi, they show, right. they show a scene where he, uh, he's looking at an engagement ring that he bought her. Like, he pulls it out of his pocket and he bought it for her. So he was going to propose to her and, but she didn't know this. This is like, I was like, oh my God, that's so fucked up. You know, had she known, I'm I'm sure she would have stayed with him, possibly do the long distance relationship, but she, obviously she didn't know. I mean, they were together for a minute, so she didn't think that he was going to propose to her, I guess in Paris, which would have been super romantic, of course, but it happens, you know, I... To get a little bit personal with you guys, I mean, I want you guys to get to know me in the best way, in the best way possible. And obviously me doing the pod is you guys getting to know me as well. So I was in a relationship for, at the time it was 10 years. Um, 10 years. Uh, the love of my life, you know, everything was good. Uh, I'm not saying we were perfect. I think every couple has their ups and downs. But I think... For me, there was there was a lot more goods than bads, but sometimes the bads overweigh the goods when you're not happy, if that makes sense to you guys. So after 10 years, I decided that we had to go our separate ways, which was, let me tell you, the hardest decision that I had to make in my life because you're you become accustomed to somebody and you love them and you're so used to them that you just don't know. Like, first of all, you don't know how to break up. You know, that's weird. Like, how do we break up? We talk every day. We see each other every other day. Like, how how does this work? Like, do I not get to call you anymore? Do I not get to see you anymore? And, of course, 
you can choose to see the person still and talk to the person as a friend, but you won't get over that person as quickly as if you were to just let go, if that makes sense. So in my situation, we were we were pretty close, you know, like we talked constantly and stuff just because like for me at the time, I was very much like I didn't want to go a day without communicating. And maybe that was my insecurity, but I just felt like I want him to at least text me. You know, if he can't call me, he can at least text me. So if he went the day without texting me, I just felt some type of way. I felt like, well, what are you doing? So my mind would play tricks on me and I just started thinking like, well, is he talking to somebody else? You know, um, little things like that. So I feel like I got to a point where I started to notice that I wasn't happy anymore. Like I knew I loved him, but I wasn't happy. And I wasn't happy because I was just constantly thinking like, well, what is he doing? And when he wanted to go out with his friends, I had a problem with it. I was upset. I mean, obviously, all of this stems from situations that we had in the past. But honestly, I feel like if your partner does something to you that you don't agree with, um, whether it be not communicating well, whether it be cheating, whether it be, um, I don't know, whatever it's whatever issue you guys have. I feel like if you guys have an issue, right, and you guys fight about it, you talk about it, and you decide to forgive the person, then you need to be able to actually forgive that person. Meaning forgive and move forward. Not forgive and continue to throw it in their face, you know. And I had that problem. So I had that issue where I was saying that I forgave him for X, Y, Z, but I really didn't. And that was something that I had to check myself for. But at the time, I just was so blinded by our relationship that I didn't even think about that. So we were together for 10 years at the time. And I was like, okay, well, we, I think we should start, we should start trying to move in together because it's been a long time. We've been together for a long time. It's only fair that, you know, we take the next step. And I remember thinking about it and contemplating on the decision to to say that to him you know obviously I felt like he should have been the one to bring it up but he wasn't so I was like okay then I have to be the one to talk about it it could because it's bothering me like it's in my head and I have to express it to him or at least make a conversation out of it so I remember thinking about it and then bringing it up to him and telling him like hey I think we need to move on to the next step in our relationship and I didn't think it was marriage because I am the type to like, I want to live with my boyfriend first and then get married because I want to make sure I'm getting married to the right person. So um, I told him we need to move in together. And he said, I'm not ready. And I was like, well, how much fucking more time do you need? It's already 10 years. Like, what the fuck? But again, that was me being selfish because if your partner, if it's 10 years, okay, and your partner is telling you that he's not ready or she's not ready. That's a sign for you to separate. Like, you need to give that person space and you need to allow yourself some space. More importantly, yourself. Because that person may love you, but they're probably not ready for that step. And you can't force somebody to be with you nor to live with you. Because I feel like 
if you force somebody to do something they are not ready for, it's going to go bad eventually. So I realized that he wasn't ready. Of course, it upset me. Of course, it made me feel like sad inside because I was like, what the fuck? Am I not worth it? Like, do you not love me? But then I was like, you know, whatever. Fine. I went through all the emotions, girl. I went through all the emotions. I was mad. I was sad. Then I was mad again. Then I was sad again. So it took me like what? Like, um, I want to say like two months uh, for me to not get over it but focus on myself so I was like okay you know what you're sad you already cried you already felt everything right now live in the present you're not gonna throw your life away for somebody you know yes you loved him yes you continue to love him but you have to love him from a distance right now and you have to focus on yourself so I did that guys I I did I went through the journey of focusing on myself I remember I was praying to God, like, please, God, give me the strength to be able to love myself more and to be able to see how beautiful life is on my own. Like I was I didn't realize this at the time, but I was relying on on him to make me happy. Like literally, I was whenever the weekend came like, hey, what do you want to do? Like, let's make plans. And little by little, like I was always trying to do something with him with him with him not by myself not with my friends like it was just more with him so then I realized that I made a mistake in my relationship because I put him first all the time and I put my relationship first I should have put myself first which is what I realized when I took time by myself once we broke up I felt like okay it's all about me like no more sleepless nights wondering where he's at. No more uh, stressed nights. No more crying. Like, I don't have to worry about him. I just have to worry about myself. So if he's out being dumb or if he's not, hopefully he's not. But if he is, I don't have to worry about it. I don't want to know about it. Like, whatever. It is what it is. So that's what I did. Like, I just focused on my job. I was going to my job. I focused on myself. Um... I would talk to my family, talk to my friends. I watched a lot of comedy. Like, comedy got me through it for sure. Like, that's what made me stop crying. And I was just starting to feel a little bit happier. I would work out a lot more for sure so that I can be more focused and I wouldn't think about stupid stuff. Um, I didn't look at any pictures of us or anything like that. Like, whatever song or anything that reminded me of him, I just avoided because I was just like, fuck that. I'm not about to be sad. No, fuck that. So I just literally was trying to motivate myself and I was just focusing on work and everything that I had to do for myself. So fast forward to doing that, um, he ended up texting me a couple months later, not that long, like probably like two months later, something like that. But point is, I wasn't waiting for his text anymore. Like, I wasn't available for him anymore. I would ignore him sometimes. Uh, I would take forever to text him back. You know, um, that might have been petty, but in my mind, I just felt like, okay, well, I'm not ready to have a conversation with you, so I'm not going to have it. Eventually, we started talking again in the sense of, like, friends, right? Uh, I didn't want a relationship. I made it very clear I'm not about to get back in the relationship because I'm focused on myself. And I need to learn how to love myself. And I need to learn how to just be me, like not us, just me. And I want to tell you guys, like if you guys are going through that 
or have a friend that is going through that, just the best advice I can give you is to just take time for yourself. And it's not just in a 10-year relationship. It could be a five-year relationship. It could be a two, three, whatever. Like, I'm not here to put a time frame on somebody's relationship. I'm just telling you that if you kind of feel lost in your relationship or you guys are not on the same page, I feel like you should take time to yourself and reevaluate what you need, what you want, and love yourself a little bit more and put yourself first. That is the most important thing. Put yourself first because that is the best investment you can put is in yourself. At the end of the day, remember when you're in a relationship, it's two of you. When you met this person, you met them as, you know, as them. And then that's what attracted you to them. And when they met you, they met you as you and that's what attracted them to you. So that's how you need to stay. Don't change in your relationship just because, you know, uh, you're in love or or whatever you know like of course love is everything but sometimes you know love is a little difficult I mean relationships are hard in general you know I feel like it's a sacrifice but both of you have to sacrifice not just one if I'm sacrificing more than you then there's a problem and then if you don't value me then that's a problem as well because I know my worth and I know that I shouldn't be anybody's doormat, you know? So I want to encourage you that if you're going through something like that um, or you're having second thoughts or you're second guessing or you're in a point of your life where you want to move to the next step and that person doesn't, take a step back, you know, ask that person to give you some space and just get to know yourself again. Because maybe you're just so caught up in the relationship and in your busy day that you're just like, I don't know, you're just so focused on the relationship as, as opposed to focusing your life. As long as you're happy, I feel like that's all that matters. I'm all about being happy, whether that's being single or that's in a relationship. As long as you put yourself first, honestly, like that's it, you know, because just like there's guys like that, there is girls like that as well. I'm not saying this just about guys, you know. I've had guy friends that have had some bad relationships because the girl is fucking crazy or she's a bitch or, I don't know, she's cheating on him or something. Like, it's happened to my guy friends, you know, and the best thing I tell them is like, hey, if they're cheating on you, like, don't get back at them, just leave them because clearly that person is still on a different level like they're not trying to settle down so just let them be and that's just what it is you know like relationships you have to sacrifice you have to be able to meet each other halfway like it's not it can't be just whatever you say or whatever he says or whatever she says like it has to be 50 50 let's come to a medium like a middle of where we can agree what's good what's not good you know, because I also don't agree like, oh, you can, you don't call me all weekend long and I'm supposed to be OK with it. Like, I'm not supposed to be upset. Fuck that. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to tell you guys another thing. I'm going to share with you guys. I've seen. I don't want to say I've seen. I know people that have a problem with women voicing their opinion. And I'm one of those women that voice my opinion. But. It's like, oh, well, she this, she that. It's like, no, I'm going to say, when I feel like there's something wrong, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to fucking let you 
undermine me. I'm not going to let you fucking treat me like I'm stupid. I'm not going to let you treat me like I'm a doormat. If I feel like something is wrong, I'm going to say it. And if I don't like something, for example, you not calling me all weekend long, an example, I'm going to tell you, I don't fuck with that. And either you straighten that shit up because whatever sacrifices I make for our relationship, I'm making them for the sake of us. And because I love you, you should be able to make sacrifices for me as well. And if you feel like you don't have to do that, then goodbye. You know, go along. Go along your own way. Find somebody else because I'm not the person for you. You have to stand strong in what you believe and what you feel. And don't let a guy or a girl overshadow what you think and how you feel. Because that's what happens. Like we let them tell us that we're wrong or we're crazy or that's not how it works. Like, no, no. You you have a gut feeling. And when you have a gut feeling, trust it. Trust your gut feeling and go with that. There's nothing worse than you asking for advice. I mean, I've been guilty of this, by the way, but not anymore. There's nothing worse than you asking for advice and then somebody giving you advice, but then you don't take it because deep down you already know the answer to it. But you may be wrong, you know? So I don't know. I would say definitely eval- eval- like evaluate the whole situation, right? Like you need to see where you are, what type of person you are. You know, there's a lot of factors into this, but just know that your gut feeling is not going to steer you wrong. So I would definitely go with that. But anyway, to end the episode, guys, just because I want to wrap it up, I don't want to make it too long for you guys, but just remember to always love yourself, put yourself first and go with your gut feeling. That's what I want the message to be today because you are worth it. You're worth it. You're pretty, you're beautiful, you're strong. And there's, like I said, there's no better investment than you investing in yourself and your happiness. And there's somebody out there for you, you know, like don't feel like you have to be forced into a relationship. Never, never. If you're in a relationship, a relationship is supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be hard. I mean, you're going to go through bumps. Of course you work through them, but it shouldn't be hard. Like the whole relationship should not be hard. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you have to be happy. I hope you guys are happy. And we're wrapping it up for today's episode. But thank you so, so much for joining me for another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope I was able to help somebody. Or if you have a friend that's going through it, maybe you can share this episode and have them, you know, hear my story. And hopefully it'll help them a little bit. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining me and I'll catch up with you guys next week.